What's up, guys? Welcome to Scale Without Sacrifice with me, your host, Alexis Bartok. Whether you're overwhelmed by the chaos of scaling or simply looking for tangible solutions in the realm of operations, leadership, and online business, we've got you covered. Here we dive deep into our entrepreneurial experiences, revealing valuable lessons and offering a rare glimpse into the unfiltered realities and core principles that drive industry leaders. Our mission is to show you that it is possible to scale without compromising what matters most to you, giving you permission to enjoy the now. Let's dive in. If operations are completely neglected or not systematized, sort of like you were talking about earlier, but with everybody bringing the same potato salad to the potluck, what <laughs> what sorts of uh, problems, long-term and short-term, does this cause for an online business if untended to? Yeah, if you do not have your operations in place, you're just going to go bankrupt. Like, you just won't. And it sounds dramatic, but it's really not. Like, I think that's the thing. If you see people talk about it, like, once they reach seven figures, they're like, I really got to get my operations in place. Like, people start caring about the word operations, right? Like, you can't scale when you aren't clear. I think something that I've talked a lot about recently is that structure and rules and just, like, building out the infrastructure of the business, it actually creates bandwidth. So, it's like in SOP. SOPs are kind of dumb. <laughs> and no one really talks about it because people in like operations are like, I, I must have all my SOPs in my playbooks. SOPs are important, but SOPs are a guideline. SOPs are created so that way you don't have to think. So that way you can train someone really quickly. It's like the same way that Steve Jobs wore the same outfit every day. If you have a morning routine, you know exactly what you do every morning. So it's like setting up system setting up what who is responsible for what it allows bandwidth not just for the visionary but for the other team members to grow and and elevate into the company so if you neglect operations as a whole you basically neglect your business like you are neglecting your clients i don't believe you can say that you care about client fulfillment and client success and the impact you're making on the world if you don't care about your operations because your operations is what allows that to be possible. If so, if things aren't clearly defined, if no, if roles aren't clearly defined, if systems aren't clearly defined, then essentially, I guess everybody in the company sort of is just sort of working in the dark and unsure of exactly what's supposed to be done, which probably takes a lot of like problem-solving, creative bandwidth on everybody's part. Do you think that that? really slows down everything and limits the potential oh for sure it slows everything down it everyone is stepping on top of each other everyone is checking if things got done that's when fires get you know when we say you're putting out fires sometimes we make i call it like superhero syndrome like sometimes we'll make the fires and we'll make the fires bigger than they even are in order to come in and solve them so this is typically what starts to happen when you're not actually growing the business you think you're growing the business but really you're treading water and you're just trying to survive and if you were to triple your business next month you would crumble and you might have a breakdown like that's what starts to happen is we have no clarity we have absolutely no idea <laughs> what we're doing and we're just trying to survive and it's honestly really disheartening because you started your business to not feel that way. Like you wanted to have control over your life. You want to have freedom and you almost feel like back into a corner and like you can't tell anyone. Like operations is super vulnerable. Operations is something where there's nowhere to hide. I'm gonna, 
open up and see everything. I'm going to see your profit or lack thereof. I'm going to see your team and what's happening. And a lot of times people are like, well, it's held together by duct tape. That's okay. As long as we're looking at how do we actually fix it? How do we make a difference? Hmm. We, I wanted to ask about this because it's just to pivot a little bit. There seems to be, um, there's a lot of emphasis on a lot of the content that you produce about uh, visionaries and integrators, like these two pivotal roles in any dynamic of a business. Do you ever see a scenario where there maybe there are two visionaries or there are two integrators, but there doesn't seem to be a visionary? Or is there ever some sort of weird mismatching like that? I mean, it happens, right? I think, like, I've seen, I've had a client before where there was, like, two co-founders, right? And they were both very visionary-esque. But once we started breaking down and doing their own, like, team audit on them, it was like we could actually clearly see one really preferred to be more of a visionary and one preferred to be more of an integrator. The one thing I don't like and I've never liked about the definitions of visionary and integrator is oftentimes when... I was in companies and I was the integrator, I felt like it was less than, like I felt like it was seen as not as important or cool, whatever, as the visionary. And the thing that I tell the integrators that we train and that we work with is like, you aren't just a cog in the machine, you're the heart of it. You are helping create this vision. And so I think sometimes it's on both sides where the visionary will force themselves into an integrator to survive, but the integrator can also force themselves into more of a visionary. And that's what I used to do was I would be like, try to be more of a visionary and try to do things because I wanted to feel more important. And there's obviously a lot of like self-worth work to do on that. Um, but they're both vital. And the problem is, is when you aren't clear on how you operate and who is in charge of what. So I think it's more just getting clear on, you could both be visionaries as long as we have somebody on the team that's doing some type of integration. But I rarely see that it's like two visionaries or the leaders or two integrators. Mm. Do you do you feel like uh, every business needs uh, a visionary at the head? Is it is it a requirement? Have you seen any that don't necessarily have an identifiable visionary type? I've never seen one that doesn't have one, to be honest. Mm. Yeah. I think you have to have, if you think of like any great movement, whether it's a business or looking at history, like any great movement requires someone that is almost delusional, like almost delusional of what they believe in and what they know their impact is going to be. Someone that can see years in the future and say, we're going to change the world in this way. And it is kind of cheesy. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen the show Silicon Valley. It's hilarious. And they make fun of startups and they make fun of how everyone always says, you know, I'm going to change the world or we're making the world a better place. The thing is, a visionary knows they are legitimately making the world a better place. They know that they're mission, their vision for the business is so big that people are like, well, hang on, how are we going to do that? And so to not have that in a business, it just makes us basically be in quicksand. Like, what are we doing? Right. And even oftentimes when working with clients, what I've found is we have to free up the visionary in terms of bandwidth and belief to allow them to even get back to that sometimes because sometimes they've been so pulled in 
to the weeds are so scared because they've been burned or things have broken that they aren't able to just dream and have fun. And it is like a slight, it's not delusion, but people on the outside think that. Required and it's important and it's also the catalyst for growth. It's what changes the world. Like we wouldn't even be having this conversation if it weren't for visionaries and integrators put together. Right. So, so conversely, if there's, um, if there's just uh, an integrator running a business, um, or if, uh, how about, let's, let's phrase it like this. If there's a visionary without a dedicated integrator in a business, how, what happens, what ends up happening to the visionary in that scenario if there isn't that counterpart? Typically, that's when they're forced to be the integrator, which happens, right? Like when you're starting your business, you can't necessarily hire someone, right? Like when you're just starting out, it kind of is you. And so I think there does have to be a level of, you know, we can talk about how amazing it is to be a visionary, but you also do have to understand what it takes to grow a business. And so sometimes if it goes too long without having someone to support you, um, a visionary can get kind of shoved into that integrator. And like I was saying, like shut off that creativity. And that's typically when a business will stall and when it'll feel boring. Visionaries get bored really easily. I get bored really easily, to be honest, even though I'm more of an integrator. And so if we get too stuck in like the doing, um, kind of two things can happen. Basically, one, everything can be a mess behind the scenes and they keep dreaming and it's amazing and they are bringing on clients and it's awesome. But behind the scenes, they're like dying <laughs> because they have no way to fulfill, no way to keep it clean. They kind of always feel like just like topsy-turvy or they are forced into being like a hybrid and there are such things as hybrids right like there are such thing as you know i think i'm an integrator and a visionary i just am more of an integrator so there is such a thing but i think the creativity and the freedom that most people most visionaries aspire to have when they start a business gets throttled and stuck when they don't have that person Thanks for hopping in with us for another episode of Scale Without Sacrifice. Remember, you chose this journey, and with every step, you're shaping the outcome. Hope you walk away feeling empowered, reassured, and motivated to tackle the challenges of scaling your business without missing out on life itself. If today's episode resonated with you, then don't forget to subscribe and share with others who will benefit. We'll be back next time. And until then, just remember, enjoy the now.